Welcome back, me sweet listener. I'm Donna Peters. I'm an advisor to executives and next generation leaders who strive to be both career oriented and life minded. The Me Sweet podcast is a forum for how to lead our lives with more purpose, planning, and power, like C suites lead the companies we most admire. The C suite wakes up every day focused on three key decisions. Number one, are we living our own core values? Number two, Is everything running smoothly in our day-to-day? And number three, how do we as individuals stay fresh and relevant for the future we desire to have? You get the idea. We each need a C-suite mentality for leading our own lives. We each need a me-suite, a source of power for the life-minded. Let's get in there. This episode is brought to you by Social Distancing. I have been excited about interviewing our next guest since we launched the Me Suite. Her name is Adele Golfo, and it's A for amazing. She is a career C-suite leader. She has dedicated her adult life to health and patience and science. Some of her roles have included president and general manager, chief strategy officer, head of innovation. She's currently the chief business and commercial officer for a biopharma. And I know firsthand what a powerful influence she has had on others and had on my own life, watching her excel and work while keeping her family close and her body healthy. I know it hasn't been easy and we have much to learn. Welcome, amazing human, Adele Golfo. Wow, Donna, thank you so much for that. I I just was taking it all in as you were speaking and I, I really, really appreciate those wonderful words. I hope I could live up to that. And I, uh, I just want to say that the feeling is very mutual. I, I keep a lot of folks um, that I have had great relationships over the many years, and you are certainly one of them, extremely talented, thoughtful. I can go on and on. And that's the reason why I'm here today is to uh, be a part of whatever you're doing, because I know it will be excellent. Wow. Thank you so much. I'm just thrilled. And I'm really excited to start with the first question that we always start with in the Me Suite, which is core values. I feel like I know what yours must be, but we have never, ever had this conversation, and I can't wait to hear them. Can you share what your core values are with the listeners and with me? Well, first, thank you. I have to say, um, with anything that I do, I always try to dig in and do it the best that I can. Mm -hmm. And I didn't take this exercise lightly. And it's funny when you said, you think you know what what my core values might be. I had to step back and really reflect and dig in and figure out. Uh Now, maybe not the obvious ones, but what really drives me? What what am I deeply rooted in? What do I stand for? So Uh I I started to do my, you know, just letting pen to paper. An exercise that I learned years ago is, when you have a stream of consciousness, you just suddenly start writing a bunch of things and you'd be surprised what comes to mind. Uh-huh. So forgive me if my, <laughs> my core values are generated from my stream of thinking or consciousness, but okay. it was clear to me that no matter what I was doing, my first and obvious core value is physical health uh-huh. and uh, whether that and and I didn't even know if that could be a core value, so I actually did a little digging into that. And probably the better word to characterize it is vitality. Oh yeah, it's really about the the sense of energy 
the sense of groundedness, the sense of connectedness that I feel when I'm in good physical health. Mm. If it's two days on the road traveling and I haven't worked out, you will start to notice. Uh, so <laughs> so I, I had to put uh, physical health and vitality um, as truly my, my number one uh, sense. That is my number one core value. It drives Great. my mental health. So that, that yeah. has to be it. Yeah. And, and what, tell the listeners what you were doing before you uh, dialed into the me suite recording. <laughs> well, I said to Donna, I so, I'm so happy I get to see her on video, but I shut mine because I am a sweaty mess right now. I did my, uh, I absolutely uh, woke up. I always am up at 5.30. I do my routine of checking emails because I work yeah. with a company based in Tokyo. So there's always stuff that comes in overnight. Yeah. Um, and I try to get that done, but do that quickly, do my exercise, and then feel like I'm ready to start my day. Great. And that drove me to my second core value, which okay. is achievement. Okay. When I reflect back, most of the really significant moments in my life, aside mm -hmm. from family, of course, where I achieved were with regard to my work. So yeah. doing meaningful work is really important. I think when you work in the health industry and when you're part of a business where you bring meaningful medicines to patients, it's easy to find purpose and meaning in that. Mm -hmm. So it's like a given for me that I go to work and I feel like every day that's part of my purpose, bringing yeah. important medicines to people. Yeah. But why? But why? Let me come back to achievement because it's really, it, it, it captures a lot of things. And forgive me if I'm going on. But I, I had to um, reflect on an exercise. This was a leadership exercise that I did over 10 years ago, many years ago, mm -hmm. where it was part of a training program for the leadership team at a company I was working with at the time. And it was a several day intensive training, leadership training. And at the end of it, we all were assigned coaches to work with, which mm -hmm. I always value. I think there's nothing more valuable than always working on yourself, trying to get better. Mm -hmm achieving whatever it is that you, you feel is important in your life. And the coach said to me that I was highly achievement oriented. Okay. And I, and I said, can you explain where that comes from? Because we mm -hmm. filled out questionnaires. We had to respond. We had to do those stream of consciousness exercises. And mm -hmm. we had to respond to these black and white stories, like just a picture on a page. You mm -hmm. would get maybe three minutes, look at the picture, and write a story. What is the oh. narrative? And it was really, and I, you know, and I did that and I submitted it like everybody else. And then when the coach came back to me, I said, so what was it in this? And she said, every single one of your pictures, your stories had something to do with somebody achieving something. Okay. And, and I, could re I could remember it like it was two people on a park bench sitting, mm -hmm. one talking to the other, they looked happy. And I said, wow, She's sharing with her husband this great promotion she just got at work. She's oh, wow. talking about the great presentation she just delivered, blah, uh -huh. blah, blah. Another one was a, a gymnast on a balance beam. Mm -hmm. Just landed. She's in front of judges. She's doing, she didn't have a medal on. She didn't have anything, but I just assumed she won the gold medal. And that my story was all around how she worked so hard. And finally, this was her day in which yeah. she was going to. And as I told the story, I said to the, Coach, well, what other story is there? And she said, well, there are judges there. Someone could say, pick the story of a day in the life of a judge having to put someone's... <laughs> and she yeah. went on and on explaining to me that my point of view was so strong uh -huh. that it was 
And so I had to reflect on that and say, uh, for sure, Mm -hmm. achievement remains one of my uh, core values. The other thing that I really feel is important to me is harmony. And I I don't know, uh, you know, and I, again, because this exercise really was on my mind, we had been planning this for a while. It made me reflect. And and as you know, I do high energy in the morning, but I do yoga and mindfulness at Mm. night for me to like Mm. chill and calm down. And it's the time where I think about the day, how, how did things go? What am I happy about? What am I not? And when I feel that the day ended with unresolved conflict, someone didn't feel right, or I may have said something, you know, if I overreacted or Mm -hmm. someone else overreacted and made someone else feel uncomfortable, you know, you know, they didn't, they didn't feel good about their day. It's Mm -hmm. unsettling to me. And I I don't like unresolved issues. I'm very much about conflict resolution, finding the middle ground, Uh win-win. I'm a middle child. So I'm always about bringing (laughs) peace to the family, two older siblings, two younger siblings, and me in the middle. Many folks would have uh, uh, perhaps the opposite of that, but I just felt like it was something that I wanted to share because as through this exercise, and I, I, I think it's a very valuable one, that came, that really was the, the, the other one that, that came to me. If you need an A plus on core values, you got an A plus on core <laughs> values. The Harmony one is an interesting one too, because uh, I know that you are in a dual career family and I'm sure Harmony is very important there too. Oh, uh, absolutely. And and that's an, if my husband and I aren't in sync or if we had a disagreement, it's it is it, it's not a happy time in our family and we work really hard both of us to make sure yeah. that that is not the case. We are we work very hard when we have time together, we make that quality time. I know that, you know, it's not 100% the case, but let yeah. me say let me tell you it is something that we both strive towards and we're pretty good at it. I think we've known each other a little over 15 years now. And when I first met Adele, I was trying to get a meeting scheduled early in the morning at like 7.30. And she said, no way, because that was her protected calendar time to do her exercises. So Adele, that many, many years ago, you were protecting your calendar to have this prioritization on health because you knew how much it impacted both your physical and your mental health and your energy, just as you described. And that to me in my work and career life was the first time I had ever seen anyone at work, A, be open and honest about the fact that they were prioritizing exercise and B, let that personal priority drive their calendar. Mm -hmm. Because everybody else is doing the opposite. It's, well, I'll fit fitness in. It depends on what's going on at work. And that many, many years ago, I saw you just, that was very impressionable for me and you probably don't even know it. Well, I'm happy to hear that. And maybe one of the things you might share with the listeners is Mm -hmm. why I felt comfortable doing that. And again, think about what is the work that we do. And you were helping Uh, me during this time in my career. We were launching the Healthcare Innovation Center. Mm -hmm. We were about health. And we Mm -hmm. had to truly, if we were going to be a part of launching a new (laughs) initiative around health and innovation, it begins with us. So I was like true to, I was true to the mission of what we were striving to achieve. And it was, it was true to myself. And I know, Mm -hmm. as I said, I wanted to be 
I like to bring my best self to work yeah. every day. And that helps me do it. The other observation that I had during that time is you also were really the first person in my career life who was very open at work about talking about your family. And I learned very quickly about your sisters and your brother and your mom and, <laughs> and your husband. And I, and, and at first I was like, oh, she's really opening up. Why is she talking to me about her sister? Mm-hmm. And not, not in a bad way. You were just talking about mm-hmm. your family and what you did at the yeah. weekend and everybody was down at the mm-hmm. beach, but it was not, <laughs> it was not normal in my, in my professional life for people to bring the rest of yourself and your family into the work environment. And now I know for, for people that are newer in their careers now, this may sound odd because I think we're doing such a much better job in the workplace right now of integrating the, the family and the work. But 15 years ago, you were quite maverick. Well, thank you for, for you know, mentioning it. And I just am being me. So it's really yeah. important that if, if listeners take something away, maybe you're not comfortable sharing about your family. Maybe mm-hmm. you're comfortable sharing about your pets or whatever. Mm-hmm. But being you, people see that very quickly. And especially yeah. as you ascend to leadership roles, mm-hmm. you need to find a way to connect to people. and. That for me, everybody is part of a family, whether it's, you know, whether it's dysfunctional, tell me someone who doesn't have dysfunction in their family and I'll tell you, they're not telling you the truth. So we can (laughs) all relate to that. And I I think that's, that is important. And family Mm -hmm. is important to me. Again, if there's not harmony in my family, you know, that's a burden on me. I won't do well. So I try to resolve it. And sometimes speaking to others about it is helpful. So it's, it's, you know, we all benefit from being who we are. And, and I know we've all worked with leaders who are so stone-faced and cold and all about, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's all about the business. You know, that, that's, that's not going to make me go the extra mile for someone. Right. You cannot be a great leader if you do not bring who you are to the work every day. There are disciplines that you have and there's a mindset that you have a, around the way you're running and growing these businesses that I can, I believe we can learn from in the way we run and grow our own lives. Do you have thoughts for how we take that knowledge and experience you have and think differently in our own me-sweet mindset? And anyone who is thriving in a career, I feel it's obvious that there's a couple of things that they, they need to have, for example, uh-huh. and uh-huh. lessons learned. One positive attitude, right? I don't know many people who say, gee, I can't wait to go to work with that guy because he is the negative Nelly. He's the (laughs) one who's going to find the five reasons why we can't do what we just signed up to do. Here's Uh the list of challenges is not problem, you know, is looking for the problems, not solution oriented. Mm -hmm. So obviously, you know, I, I think about that and having a positive attitude. I think about having solutions uh, orientation and mindset and bringing that to my daily life. There, there's so many, there's just so many, I think the softer skills that you learn in just by being a leader of large businesses that you learn help drive your business, but they also help drive the people. If your people are motivated and inspired Mm -hmm. and energized, they work harder, they collaborate, they find solutions. And that happens in your work, it's going to happen in real life as well. So I go back to, I learned the importance of collaboration, of seeking mm. win-wins, 
of finding the middle ground. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Ah. And so again, that's that's something that spend your time. Do you want to spend your time mm. with someone who's negative energy? Do you or do you want to spend someone who's has challenges but figured out how to deal with them and has has been able to thrive and survive irrespective of whatever hand that they are dealt. And during these times, we're yeah. kind of stuck with whoever is around us. So the five <laughs> people around us, and you know, whether it be in your home or what have you. So my advice too is make sure that it's not only around physically, you can virtually connect and right. get insights and you know, make sure that you are reaching out to all the mm. people that you know, because this is important. Because if you are constantly surrounded during these times where we are all locked down, we just really need to seek the people that we know are uplifting and energized and help each other. Yeah. You know, and if someone's down, you be mm. the energy for them. Yeah. Is there a last sweetener that you have for the listeners? It might be unrelated to your C-suite roles or any other piece of advice that you want to share with the listeners. If you haven't done this exercise, you should do it. Ah, You should do this exercise because I love coaching, but it's Mm. very hard for me to give advice when I really don't know what motivates and what drives someone. Uh. And you know, knowing what drives someone is really important to help, to help them. So for me to really coach and guide someone, I need to know that. But more importantly, they need to know it about themselves. And it's surprising to me how many times I'll set up a meeting and I'll ask someone and they're like, well, I don't know. Oh. You know, so work at this. You need, you need to work at yourself first. Mm-hmm. Figure out what you stand for. What's your purpose? What are your core values? And this exercise is one that I highly recommend you doing, mm. not because Donna asked me to do it, but I got <laughs> a lot of value out of it. Yeah. And I will add the second thing, which I always mm. say to especially women who are young in their career, mm-hmm. I will say I've done a lot of different roles as I've been in mm. marketing, I've been in medical affairs, I've run innovation centers, I've run big PLs. But when I step back, I, I say the one foundational, um, I don't know whether it's a skill or a job or an assignment. Mm-hmm. I would say having PL experience for uh-huh. women who want to succeed in business, I have to get this point in because as a board member, and I'm always looking for new women mm-hmm. who, who want to be on corporate boards, yeah. we look for women who have run businesses who have run some, run a project, run, run a geography, a brand, mm-hmm. uh, whatever it is, have accountability for the profit and loss of yes. something. You're making the decisions. You're, you're delivering the results, yeah. both top line and bottom line. And you'd be surprised how you can translate that experience into strategic roles, into innovative roles, into creative roles, into board roles, I can go on and on and on. So I have to leave the listeners with, that's the point I always strive because we need more board members. We need more women who are Mm. CEOs and in the C-suite. And if you could get on that step on your career now, I suggest be on a path to do so. So Adele, in the Me Suite, we strive to be both aspirational and practical and even have tips that we could start doing 
as early as Monday, and you have delivered on this 150%. And I just- thank you. I appreciate you giving it so much thought, and I appreciate you being here with us and listeners having a chance to learn from you. And selfishly, I really thank you for being in my life all this time. You're just a, a fabulous person to learn from and to shadow. And I'm very fortunate to have you here today. Adele Golfo, everybody. Oh, thank you very much, Donna. It was truly my pleasure. Thank you for joining us in the Me Suite. I'm Donna Peters. Subscribe to the podcast. Share ideas for future episode topics. Visit us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and at themesuite.com. That's the-me-suite.com. Sweet like executive suite. That's the-me-suite.com. The Me Suite, a source of power for the life-minded.